Hi, everybody. Welcome, welcome, welcome to another episode of Geo Talk. How y'all doing, Geo? What's up? What's up? What's up? What's up? What's up, Jimmy? Hey, what's up? <laughs> I'm about to do the Martin thing. Hello, Martin. How you doing? Everybody coming in trying to act all cool. You ain't smooth like smooth like butter. <laughs> I never, I never, I never said I was cool, but I appreciate it, JT. Well, all right, thank you. Hey, you're welcome. You're welcome. Oh my gosh, how are y'all doing today? Doing good. Yeah, pretty good. Jenna can't complain. Mm-hmm. No complaints. I can, I can complain about. Oh, okay. No complaints. Okay. Yeah, sound pretty good. No complaints. I can complain about. Uh, JT pretty much answered that question. <laughs> 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 it's funny, like anytime someone has to repeat something that someone said <laughs> verbatim in slow motion, I think you probably need to question what you said. <laughs> no that I need to complain about. <laughs> I mean, sometimes I have complaints, but I don't want to complain about it. Okay. It makes sense, right? Somebody back me up here. That's when I put the cricket sound effect. Yes, right there. Jesse, you're all in. I, was, I just left the space for that. Y'all know what I'm talking about. I left the space for the crickets. Y'all know what I'm talking about. <laughs> don't don't act brand new. I record. Don't 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 act brand new. So, <laughs> so in this episode of Geo Talks, we got JT, of course, Mike, Bradell, and Jenna and Jarrell here. I'm here. Um. Guys, y'all are just ready to just hop into these topics today? Yeah, let's do it. Okay. So the first thing we were going to talk about is about the U.S. economy. So Man. a couple of things have kind of stirred up. Um, and I honestly don't know too much about it. I just see like a couple headlines pop up here and there. I don't really understand the full scope of it so can anybody kind of and it has to do with like the u.s like the the dollar the value of the dollars kind of like at stake Mm -hmm. i guess is that a good way to think about it talk about it i think yeah i think that's a good way to work okay so does anybody like kind of have a way a good way to kind of summarize what what we stepping into i mean i think basically um kind of like in the past, the U.S. dollar was king, right? Mm-hmm. For the most part, you could pretty much go anywhere, and you normally could, you know, the the, the U.S. dollar was worth more than international dollars. Mm-hmm. So now, because of all the stuff that's going on, and you know, all the stuff that's happening over in the East, mm-hmm. it sounds like the value of our dollar is going to start decreasing because they're not some some places are no longer accepting or no longer will be accepting the U.S. dollar. Mm. And if that happens, then you know, it's like basic economic supply and demand. Demand's down, supply's still there, but demand's down. Yeah. So then the value, you know, the value of the dollar goes down. Okay. So, so here's my question. So, is is the is the okay? So, are is the plan? Because it's like 19 different countries that's that's on board, and it's you know spearheaded by Russia, China. Um, I know I saw South Africa and so forth. So mm-hmm. if if are they going to uh transition over to what is it, the, the, the yen? 
or are they going to create their own currency? Uh, that part I don't know. They already have their own currency. No, what I'm saying is, are they? Well, I think bricks and sales are going to create them. Yeah. So what's the, hold on? What's the question we're there? Are they gonna? Are they gonna? Uh, just make the yen the uh, the number one currency, or are they planning to create their own? I don't know. I, I don't even know if they know. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, I have no clue. No clue. Well, well, at the end of the day, I think it's. I think that um, it's gonna cause a lot of problems for Americans, um, oh, especially like traveling. Because I was listening to uh, this interview the other day, and this guy was talking about how um, he's a he's a CIA operative. He talks about when he goes out of the country and stuff like that, and he's on mission. One of the things that is like a must is a minimum of a hundred dollars in U.S. dollars. And he says that there's nowhere he can go in the world where he can't get out of any situation with that hundred dollar bill. <laughs> so so he's gonna need more than that now, huh? Right. So now, since it's transitioning away from the U.S. dollar. What does that mean? Like now, they're like the U.S. dollar will have no buying power in certain countries, and what and what type of effects will happen here in the U.S. Yeah, because you got to think about every, everything that we receive is more so through trade and not us doing it ourselves. Right. right. And I, uh, according to this article that I was reading, um, uh, coming from foreignpolicy.com, he was talking about I think now eighty four point three. Uh, percent of cross-border trade is used by the dollar. So let's say if that drops all the way down to either zero or two, like, yeah, that's going to mess us up a lot. So that means that price yes. don't, don't at some point hit the consumer. Mm-hmm. The yes. I mean, it's, it's going to hit it quick. I, mean, I, already, I ain't going to say it sucks, but it, it's pretty bad right now. Everything's expensive. And so the value of the dollar drops internationally, so our dollar drops internationally, then that price is going to start making its way to us pretty soon. Mm-hmm. Yes. It's going to be pretty quick, actually, once all of this is finalized, right? Because just like JT said, so we have so many imports, right? Like a lot of the things that we consume, a lot of the things that we buy, that we purchase are imported. So if our value goes down, then that means that the price for us is going to go up. Somebody got to eat that cost, right? Yeah. So at first, that cost is going to be ate or eaten, whatever the right term is, at the border. And then once it comes to us, then we're going to have to eat it. It's even more expensive. Yeah. Oh, I got a question. How much stuff what, we got? What does, it, what does it look like if the entire world transitioned to one currency? Um. I don't know what it will look like because I feel like someone would have to govern it. And I don't think that I don't know if everybody would actually come to an agreement with that, though. I believe they would. If if the World Bank is like the going to be the bank or the the powers to govern it, I believe they would do it. Who's the one? You mean like everybody? When you say like you think they you mean like everybody? Because I mean, right now. The countries can't agree on too much. Right. Nothing. So, I mean, I don't know if, like, could we legitimately get, like, 
let's say, I wouldn't say countries that just, they just, let's say they just don't disagree. To just be yeah. like, oh, yeah, we'll be under the same type of dollar for you and just be regulated by one. It don't make sense because like, then what are they going to do with their dollar? And then who's going to, well, I say dollar, but what are they going to do with their currency? And then on top of that, what currency are they going to go to? They will have to agree on that, too. We can't. Well, that's what I'm saying. They, it's kind of like when the um, they end up creating their own, like create a whole new different currency, just a international universal currency. Instead of every all these different countries having their own, you just have one, and it is it every so, country recognizes as the currency. What would they do with the current currency that they have in each country? It might have transition if, over. Even if you was even if you were exchanged that with the with the new currency, now that old currency say say you know let's say if everybody dollar and then the yen value is now obsolete. So like if you trade that in with with the dollar, it doesn't have any value. So it's like you traded nothing. Well, no, I think like, it would still like you. It's so transfer like, things like one, they'd have to value that new currency. And then it would be like, okay, what's the value of this currency in dollars? What's the value in pesos? What's the value in yen? And, mm, and, yep. and then from there, you could basically do like how when you go from country to country and you go trade out yep. dollar for dollar. Yep. So then like if they were supposed to use the universal dollar, then they would have to, or universal but, but don't, but don't I, I still don't see that being like someone that they would actually agree on. Because from what I remember, the World Bank, like it, it includes a lot of different countries and stuff like that, right? But the U.S. still has like the highest voting power. Most of the presidents right, yeah. are come from the U.S., so like that means that the U.S. will have to agree to it or even maybe propose it because they have the highest voting power. Unless all of the other countries get together, like they're kind of doing right now. I don't think the U.S. would, but and the reason why I say this is because. If all these different countries are coming together and doing this, the United States won't have a choice but to get on board. Correct, because again, we're getting all majority of our things outside of our country. Right. So, they, so we would have to play ball. Yep. They were literally but, they can literally force the United States to get on board or go bankrupt. Because think about it, it's not that much that we we have built for ourselves. That just straight comes comes from us, right? It's always something that we're getting outside of the country, whether it's China, Russia, or any place like that. So yeah, if they just say, "All right, we're not trading," hey, like, no, they, they ain't even got to say that. All China has to do is call in their their loans. That's true. Yeah, they can tell the United States, "Hey, you either get on board and play ball, or I'm calling in our loans at the end of the week." All right, call them in. What gonna happen? War, and we're gonna call in a drone. Yep, war. <laughs> <laughs> y'all make y'all call we'll make our call let's see who wins <laughs> don't do war <laughs> straight war mm-hmm. good man, it's, that, that's, that's crazy though man that, that is just absolutely crazy but I do believe that our everything that we have now like we already going through it in terms of our own economy and to add that on to the fire I just don't see the price of things because y'all are so right when it comes down to exporting, you know, us getting stuff uh, shipped in. So import, um, we we don't make much of nothing. And even if the company is based in the U.S., we still get our labor from outside the U.S. Mm-hmm. Like, That's true. 
in every single thing. And so it's just like, what are we going to do? You know, what are what are well, we going to do? I, 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 so I'm going to throw this out here. Is it just me? Or does it seem like the United States cannot thrive without um, some sort of free labor? <laughs> I knew you were going to go there. I knew you was going there. It's not just you. It's not <laughs> you like, just you. You like how I phrased it though? Yeah, I like that. I could have used another word. You know, it starts with S, end with E. We've been thriving <laughs> off of the banks of free labor. Yes, that is true. Free labor. We've I mean, come on, y'all. Let's think about it. It's just, it just makes good business sense. A lot of the highest cost in a lot of small businesses is payroll. And and they take advantage of the poor and disenfranchised too, because in every company, the ones that are manually doing the work, technically, in my opinion, opinion the harder, more rugged work, mm-hmm. they get paid the least amount of money. Yep, and, and that's and everywhere. The one that they say doesn't take any skill or whatever they yep. call it, like mm-hmm. the 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 lower skill jobs. Those are the ones that makes the, the least amount of money, but those are the ones that drives the business. Yep. McDonald's, for example, would be nothing without the fast food workers. You can get I mean, corporate. Well, I mean, they're on their way. You can have corporate all day long, Look, but if you ain't I, got nobody to be running the store and all that stuff, you're not gonna be in business long. But check this out. But if you notice something, if you notice something, um, we're starting to see. Uh, a de a decrease a decline in human bodies in stores working. Boy, and we're starting to see. You said human bodies. I said, what's going on? Yeah, He's we're starting to see them bring in like machines to do the job. Yeah, yeah. they figured out another way <laughs> to create a free labor system. Yep. that doesn't go against the Constitution. <laughs> yeah, because I was about to say um, um, with the Whole Foods, right? So, like, I know Amazon, This now this actually happened a few years back where they did, like, they're a small version, like a test store, basically. And what they were doing was they had these specialty cameras to which people would walk in, and there were no registers. And basically, I think you have to use the app to scan in into the, to the grocery store. And you walk in, and the cameras will recognize after you scan in, like, okay, this particular person that scanned in belongs to this account. So this is going to be JT. So when JT goes to this shelf to pick up milk, as soon as you pick up the milk, it goes to your cart. Yeah, that's Amazon. They have stores like that now. Well, I know years ago they tested it out. Oh, and yeah. this, that's when they first tested it out. And uh, this is before I think they bought Whole Foods. What happens uh-huh, about uh-huh. Food? What happens about that, though? It, it gets out your cart. Really. Because the AI is the the, artifact, the AI that they use is just that good, and then as soon as you walk out the store, it, it charges your car. Man, you said, so you said okay, so you said the AI does what now? So when you take the the food item out of your cart and put it back on the shelf, it yeah. removes it from your cart, okay. your virtual cart. So, oh, I thought you meant like when you pull up to pick up your stuff, it brings it out to your car. No, 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 no. And no. then you said it puts it in your car, and then no. Uh, my bad. I meant to say cart. If oh, I said, if I said oh, cart, because I was say, bro, I could just imagine some elderly person gonna drive off with that robot in their car. We haven't made it to our robot yet. I, made it to, I, was like, I didn't know you were in there. 
Bruh, I'm telling you, it'll be a robot dragging under some lady crown victoria. <laughs> Not the crown Vic. Yeah. Not the I crown mean, they, they driving Hondas now. Oh, <laughs> no, no, right. But look, but when I saw that store, I, I mean, it, it's cool. But like you just said, it's it's free labor because now there's no registers. Yeah. You're the worker at that point. You come in, grab the stuff, you walk out, and it's like, all right, get your stuff, get out of my store. Yeah. <laughs> you know. Yeah. Uh, Hurry up and buy. And you know that's going. I feel you know that's happening in a lot of places with fast food. I know they was doing that in New York with McDonald's, and I'm pretty sure other locations where it's like the the uh, the robotic arm was basically making the burgers. Yeah. So there was no person and stuff like that. So. Yeah, I mean, basically, think about it. Think I'm about cool. It. I'm cool with a robot making my burger. I'm just gonna be honest because now yeah, I can drive to that drive through and I don't have to be cautious of my tone. What you want to say? Make my burger, robot. Something like that? I don't know. No. You know how when you sometimes you go to McDonald's or somewhere or Popeye's, we all know how when you pull up the Popeye's, how you get treated in the drive-thru, you know? So yeah. I, I don't want to have to react or respond to what they're saying. You know what I'm saying? I don't want to yeah. have to get on that level and then have to worry about my food being tampered with. Yeah. Yeah. If I got a robot back there, he gonna make it the same way every single time. That's true, but my my only thing is I, I'm not necessarily That's against it. But, but <laughs> I know, right? I'm not necessarily against it, but I think what's gonna irritate me is just gonna be the large influx of people complaining about it. But those are the same people that are in these positions that suck at the job. God, don't, really don't you say that no more. <laughs> I'm, just, I, I'm not saying all of them, but okay, I can I can use my example. All right. So I remember going to Popeye's to pick up an order, uh, and the person was eating chicken at the register. Hold on, hold on. Not only were they eating chicken at the register, the cashier, but the manager was right beside him. And I watched this man lick his fingers. Oh, no, he no thing is I was picking it up for uh, DoorDash. So it wasn't my it wasn't my order or anything like that. Uh, I'm just, I just I just looked at him and I'm just like, and you can't complain because management does the same thing. So it's like you're just wasting your time. Mm-hmm. So wow. like that's that's kind of what it feels like in the fast food industry now. It's just like you just got to deal with it. So hey, it's like, it, I, I, I gotta say this. I gotta say this, y'all. About the what I think you gonna say. I was just, no, I don't know. I I don't know. I was just gonna say that there are places though where they're not that bad. Have you ever been? Actually, I had two things, two different tangents. Have you ever been to a Popeyes that actually treat you right? Yes, and I was nervous. Man. <laughs> he was scared. So where we live now, there's a Popeyes in this in this area. And first off, it's weird that there's a Popeyes in this area because it's. It, I mean, it don't seem like Popeyes eating folks if you, if you know what I mean. <laughs> churches. So, yeah, it, like no, it doesn't no, seem it, like churches. Either. It doesn't seem like churches. It seems more like Chick Fil A. Yes, very nice. Golden Chick. Golden yeah. Chick. Golden Chick got yeah. some good food. But <laughs> so, so like I pull up and they're like. Hi, welcome to Papa. You know, like Pleasant. Oh, thank you. Have a good day. The chicken's always there. Like there's always chicken. JT, I thought you were about to say they were eating chicken and like we we we're gonna be 15 minutes on the chicken. Here's here's my thing though, JT. And I'm pretty sure everybody was wanting the same thing. 
Did you ask them to remake them people's food, or did you take it to their house and drop it off? <laughs> That's what I was gonna ask. Not my problem. You should have. You should have got out of the house, got up. in the car, and went to Popeye and no, man, man, So, so, so about these headlines that turned on, on our head. And it ain't right that JT took that food and dropped it. <laughs> oh, <my God. laughs> hey, but no, 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 no. Listen, no, I have DoorDash too, so. I'm not gonna lie. I probably would do the same thing JT did because, wow. I, but, but now listen. Now I mean, unless it was just so bad. But I'm at the point where anybody who decides to to get food delivered to your home by a complete stranger, you have to like. There's just a risk that you take. Like you got to be okay with whatever you get. Do yeah. If you're okay with a complete stranger cooking your food. It ain't no different than somebody just bringing it down the street. That's very true. When you really think about what we said. When I was young and I worked in fast food, I seen some of the things they did when they had a nasty customer come through there. Mm-hmm. And it really messed me up seeing that stuff. Like you, I literally had to block some of that stuff out so I could go eat somewhere. But, <laughs> you know, it's, it, it's, just, it's just a change you make. You get your food, you bless it, and keep it moving, man. Yeah, yeah. And that's that's also why I suggest people working to one of their first jobs, or at least earlier jobs, working in the restaurant industry because it's like I, I've been with that experience, like you just said. When you go out to eat, you like, yeah, let me not uh, let Jenna's me not, shaking her head. Let me not say something. <laughs> Jenna's over here shaking her head. While I understand, something. while I, I totally understand, I'm not saying I disagree. I'm just gonna have to opt out. Wow. <laughs> because I respectfully decline. Like I'm not about to go there. You know what I mean? Go where? Go have to serve go into the service industry. She says oh. she don't wanna go feel the heat to know what hell feels like. Yeah. Oh, that's fine. That's fine. I'm just saying some some people are so oblivious to it. Yeah. That they yeah. don't understand and they need to have that experience to, to be, oh, you yeah. know. I agree. Like, I feel like I feel like it's debt, and it's also like the retail. Like my first job was Kroger, and that's why I learned a lot of like customer service skills, how to deal with people, how to talk with people. Mm-hmm. It was my first time interacting with people, you know, like people that I didn't know, yeah. you know. So like I've never been in like the restaurant industry per se, but like I feel like any type of customer facing job, yeah. will, everybody needs. Yeah, I feel like. Yeah, it's gonna build those social skills that you really need because yep. you gotta know how to deal with people, and everybody's not nice. And you'll learn that very quick how yeah. you just they don't care how old you are. Ass. You can be a teenager nope. there still cushion. Mm-hmm. They don't care. Oh, yeah. I had a lady. Uh, man, it pissed me off. So like, it was when I was a manager, McCall's, and this uh, this kid started working. It was her first job. Sweet kid. And uh, I want to say that was the first week she was there, too. So she was a uh, um, uh, waitress, and she was getting ready to bring the food out or whatever. And I think this is going to be the first day she bring food out. So, so I was like, yeah, you know, do this, grab this, grab that, and you're perfectly fine. You know, if you need some help, I'll come out and help you. And then she came back, and she was just upset and hurt. And I was like, what's going on? And she was like, the old guy, he, basically she brought the food to the table. He was like, here's your order, sir. If there's anything I can do for you, you know, please let me know. And he was like, you know, if, if this food is cold, I'm going to throw it back in your face. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, bro, I walked over there. I was like, bro, you can leave. 
trying to tell you, JT. Wow. And the crazy part is, he said that, and and he was the guy was there with his wife. The wife was pissed at him and was like, "What are you doing? Mm, we don't wow. do this outside the house." <laughs> I know, right? But uh, I was just like, "Man, you can leave." I was like, "We don't need your money." Yeah, people are rude, man. People are rude. But sometimes I will say it contributes to the experience. You know, taking evil side. Jenna been trying to. I'm saying Jenna, Jenna, tell us how Jenna be acting at restaurant. She be snapping on the phone. No, no, no. I'm not talking about that. Jenna was trying to keep. I don't want to. I don't like it. No, no, no! Like I'm not. I'm not talking about that. I'm not talking about that. I'm sorry, y'all. I, it came out. I wasn't talking about the, the the customers on the side. I was talking about bad service. Yeah, sometimes people have bad service. It contributes. Like, no, I'm saying sometimes bad service contributes to the experience of the oh, dining experience. Yeah, that's true. Mm, okay. Uh, I'm sorry, y'all. I oh, forgot. Yeah. I I was on like the other side of the of the uh, of the in service industry, I've, the customer. I, I've I always thought, mm-hmm. Go ahead. Oh, I've always thought, you know, it just no matter how you're treated, you have you can't control what other people say or do. All you can do is control yourself. This is true. I've only snapped out one time ever in fast ah, food. This is hilarious. And and it was at Wendy's uh years and years ago. It was at Wendy's. Yeah. It wasn't years and years ago. It was, it was last year, Jarrell. Stop lying, man. Oh, it was some years ago. But they they just, they make me mad. And I snapped out on the lady real bad. And it wasn't pretty. So I don't like snapping on people. It, and and yeah. actually, what it, I was as a witness. <laughs> it wasn't even, Jarrell, when he says snap out, it wasn't even like he snapped out. But it, you know how you like can repeatedly put yourself in like a negative situation to where it finally just breaks like <laughs> the straw that breaks the camel back. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So like I'm gonna say that Jarrell put himself in this situation. Well, he was the cause of his own demise, I guess. Completely <laughs> neglected by this fast food wow, establishment. So are you blaming me? No, no, I'm not blaming you, but I'm no, just like, saying so this is what I have some type of responsibility, bro. Uh, so this is what but it's just like you gotta expect it. Wow. So, for example, if you go and you order a salad and they don't have the dressing that comes with the salad the first time, <laughs> shame, on, shame on you, right? But if you keep going back and it's a trend that you notice that they keep offering you ranch and you're supposed to get the apple vinaigrette. No, no, no. no, no, no then no. you just picked the wrong she bag. Didn't put, she didn't put any dressing in my bag. And then I was like, you know, they asked me to pull off to the side because I asked for the, right, the vinaigrette. Yeah. So I asked for vinaigrette, and then she goes inside to get the vinaigrette, and then she comes back out, and she's like, she has me ranch, and I'm like, why? I ain't gonna curse on this podcast. Why would I? Why would I eat ranch? I was say, I feel it. <laughs> he, relive, he reliving. It's a pecan apple salad. It has it has apples, sweet. It has uh, uh what is it? Uh, cranberries, sweet. <laughs> it has pecans, you know. It has uh, blue cheese. It, the ranch, ranch does, not, does not go with this, ma'am. I would have hit it with well, that. Well, 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 in her defense, I don't eat ranch, so I don't know what ranch go on. Maybe she ain't eat ranch. Now, come on, now, I, you weird. You the only one. Dang, Jenny just gonna say it like that. <laughs> <laughs> this ain't this ain't this ain't no hurt. 
This ain't no her defense. Uh, nah, like, she ain't ranch. She ain't slow. She has sense. I ain't slow either. Hold on. I'm offended. She's not. She's not. going in on Mike. Let me, I'm sorry, Mike. I'm sorry. But you are a little different because you don't eat cheese. You know, you don't eat. Uh, you ain't okay. got to go to the direct. Keep on with your story, man. <laughs> but so, and then, but he didn't even really snap out. He was just like, I don't want this. And he snapped out in the car. Oh, okay. I mean, you you spoke strongly, but you didn't snap out. True. I, that's that, good point. Thank you. So I can control myself. So I, I was saying, so you expressed your your grievances. Yes. Thanks, but, but you weren't yet disrespectful in that way. I got you. Strictly and sternly, but not disrespectfully. JT. Thank you. I guess. But did she know how you felt? No, I'm just joking. I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> she probably didn't care. Now that would be it. Yeah. <laughs> Look, Jarrell, you said, you said, I don't want rich. Now I don't know what you're talking about. Jarrell <laughs> <laughs> wrote his one up and said everything he wanted to say. <laughs> so. We, Man, we went from effects on currency to food. Yes, I'm the, I'm, you know, I don't talk bad to the teenagers, man. So, but but all, all of this to say is with the U.S. economy, y'all might not be eating fast food. <laughs> <laughs> the robots gonna make y'all food and put some of that robot grease up in there when they get mad. Right. You can't snap on you can't snap on a robot for giving you ranch. <laughs> Hey. And then we got to worry about people. And listen, with cybersecurity, now we got to worry about people hacking the robots. True. Hey. True. See, now you didn't, y'all, this conversation is so good. You got me on two different tangents that I want to touch on, y'all. Well, let's okay. hear it then. Tangent. First tangent, when I was talking about service, sometimes the bad service contributes to the experience. Like, would you go to a Waffle House that has good service? No, absolutely not. Waffle House has to be Waffle House. The Waffle Houses I'm used to is where the cooks go outside every 10 minutes to take a smoke break, right? Uh, you got the... you got the Sticky floors. The sticky floors. The floors are not... If those floors in a Waffle House, if they're clean, they the, the food is... If I, if, I, I don't see, if I don't see one female cook grab somebody's baby <laughs> and go flip that Waffle Absolutely. I it. Absolutely. <laughs> I it. Absolutely. And, and, and the frying pans and stuff, they got to have that... You know, they, they don't look too clean. They look like they've been using them for the last four days. Days or so, not cleaning them. I need that. I need yeah. that. If I don't yeah. see that, hey. if I don't see that at a Waffle House, I'm not eating there. You got a point because I've eaten at a I've eaten at Waffle House a lot, and I ain't gonna pick it. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not a Waffle Houser, but I used to be oh, when man. I was like, you know, what I'm saying Waffle Houser. <laughs> no, no, for real, like I used to be, you know, if it was like late night, I'm out, you yeah. know, like when I was in the military and stuff, I, I used to frequent it a, a lot. But what the one thing I do like about it, no matter how dirty it is, I like the fact that I can see them cooking my food. That's right. That's right. Mm-hmm. Now, now, <laughs> there's a Waffle House that opened. It was a here's you know? No, it's somewhere online. I don't know. It was on social media. So, so there's a Waffle House that opened and. 
the the crowd is not the typical Waffle House crowd, and it's like super clean. And the folks in the comment section going in, they're they like, those like, people are smiling. They're like, I know this. No, no, the, the dude, the dude said, I don't like my my Waffle House with good credit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but but listen, but but question, but question for y'all, but question for y'all, if y'all could not see the staff making the food. Would y'all still feel the same way about Waffle House? The floor still sticky? Everything no, else still the same. But everything else is still the same. The yeah. only thing different is they go to the back and cook your food and bring it out to you. Yeah, that, that might be true. I think I think that has a. Uh, I think I would. I think yeah. I would. I think I, I think I would still feel the same. You, you would still go? Yeah, I would still go. Uh, I don't know if I would go. I don't know. Yeah, I think I think that plays a big part by me being able to see him. Go where? Who was good? This man don't miss the whole thing. What? Waffle House. Yeah, no, we, no, we, no, no, we, we, we were talking about Waffle House. We still talking about Waffle House. Yeah, I know, but you said cook wood in the bag. Oh, Mike was saying, so how in Waffle House you can see them cook the food. Mm-hmm. He was saying, what if Waffle House was a place where you couldn't see them cook the food? It wouldn't be no would difference you, because you wouldn't know. Yeah, the food's still good. <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm saying you would know because the, the it's still dirty. The floor is still sticky. I'm saying, is there any like if Waffle House wasn't Waffle House, if you didn't have the if Waffle House didn't have the rapport that it had now with you, you knowing how good the food is, yeah, would it change your perspective if you could not see them cook the food? Yes. If I walk I think, in the Waffle House yeah. and it's yeah. dirty like it is now. And they cooking my food in the back. I'm leaving. Gotcha. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I, I, I agree with that. Sums yeah. up. Yeah, <laughs> I don't like it. Yo, this place is like dirty. It. I gotta go. Where, where are the dirty pans? And I need to see them put that spatula on top of my my my, my bacon. You know what I'm talking about? Are they flatten. They flatten everything. Yeah. I love that. <laughs> I love that. See, I go too much. Oh, so you like a kid in a candy store. <laughs> you know what? I may go to Waffle House tonight. I think I'm going to go to Waffle House tonight. Yo, so there's a Waffle House up the street. And it's I, I, this area, for some reason, they have good service. Like, this is where the Popeyes is. I thought it was. I, the she's Popeyes not lying. friendly. Like, like they, she, they're friendly at the Popeyes. They, okay, thank you, baby. Okay. You know? Hey, I, I so, promise you, she's not lying. When we first moved here, I yeah. was like, Jenna, I think it's something up with these people. Everybody's nice, even at the fast food restaurant. McDonald's. And I was like, maybe it's just the day, right? No. And we've been going consistently. They're always nice. It's yeah. really weird. Like, I'm talking about the Wendy's, the McDonald's. Like all these places around here, everybody's yeah. like super friendly. It sets your standards up way too high. But then, like, <laughs> <laughs> so now there's a Waffle House, and I'm like, Jarrell, there's a Waffle House, and he's like, Nope, we gotta go. I to the didn't hood. go. He's like, Yeah, he's like, I'm not going up there. Like, I don't want to be respected. I'm like, That's me. I want to experience this <laughs> nice, classy Waffle House. The floor going to be all clean and stuff. I can't yeah, that sounds like trauma. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, like, I like my toxic Waffle House. Literally toxic. I love it. Gotta have it. So, um, so that was my one tangent, y'all. My other tangent, I'm about to take a far turn, and this was sparked by the AI talk. Um, so, tell the viewers what AI stands for artificial okay. intelligence. Okay, just um, so this is kind of a. Did I say viewers? I mean, listeners. 
Sure. <laughs> Listeners. <laughs> they can close their eyes and view what they want. Imagination, baby. Um, so this this is uh, kind of like a headline that turned my head. So have you all heard about these AI calls? Or just have you noticed that like there's like pictures now or they can um, a, there's AI, artificial intelligence that can manipulate music to sound like a different artist singing a different artist mm-hmm. song. Um, mm-hmm. like, have you guys heard about like the things, I guess, happening with AI and, and yeah. technology yes. nowadays? Nope. I yeah. have. I don't know if y'all... Um, so if y'all on Snapchat, they got this My AI thing that came out with the new update probably less than a week ago. And then uh, I also have this chat GPT app that I just... I purchased it for one week just because I just wanted to see what it was about and what's crazy. So the one on Snapchat is absolutely free, right? But the one that I purchased is is it's not free. But they pretty much do the same thing. And you can literally access thing anything. And it is absolutely crazy how it responds and how quickly it responds. Like like you can I think I had a whole, I was bored one night. I had a whole, like my family went to sleep. I had a whole conversation with this thing for about 30 minutes just to, just to understand how deep it was. And I could literally ask them anything. I could ask them to write me a 250 page, um, I mean, a 250 word essay on student loans. And that's what I did. And they absolutely, and they absolutely did. Mm. They, it absolutely did. Like you can literally exit anything. You can on Snapchat. Um, I haven't been in, in years. Uh, now, what's what's funny? I'm gonna see if I can find that thread to send it to y'all. Y'all don't know if y'all seen it like on Facebook or whatever, but there was one where somebody was like, "I finally got my I I finally got my AI saved," <laughs> and they were saying they were asking about the Holy Spirit. And they were like, "Yeah, uh, that's your religion. I don't, you know, I'm an AI, so I don't really believe in this." And it was like the person was telling them about the Bible and it was telling them about God and the AI was responding. Oh and yeah, this is crazy. By the end, yeah, and by the end it was like, say his name. <laughs> and the AI was doing it and that was like, yep, I'd, I'd accomplished my goal. I done, I done got my AI saved. I said, his name is Aaron Nee. But 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 listen, like don't go buy the don't go buy it because it's on Snapchat. I didn't realize it was on Snapchat before I bought that. But just if y'all got Snapchat, go to Snapchat and it'll be should be right there if it's updated. Your first one for my AI and just exit literally anything. Somebody also asked it, hey, do you have my location? And it was like, no, we don't have your location, blah, blah, blah. And they were like, are you sure? And I said, yeah, we don't have your location. They were like, are you positive? He said, yeah. It said, where's the nearest McDonald's? And it told them where the nearest McDonald's was. And I'm like, yeah, I thought you said you had my location. Yeah. <laughs> and it was like, I don't have your location, but Snapchat does. I'm not Snapchat. I'm just your AI. Wow. You know what? I mean, technically, they're right. That's crazy. But, um, play around they, with it. Yeah, we'll play around, around with it. I mean, but, but, I mean, what do y'all think about, like, how, like, they AI nowadays, you can kind of change faces, things just look fake. Like, I saw this post from National Geographic, and it had three pictures of cheetahs. Two of the pictures was done by a photographer, and one was done by AI, and you could not tell the difference in three pictures. Look, 
I think mm-hmm. Burdell said something about this the other day. I wonder he gonna he gonna say it again. Nah, but this is the beginning <laughs> of the Terminator. You know what, Burdell? And 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 it won't be long before we end up in the Matrix. You know what? We are already in the Matrix. That's the thing. Nah, That's, we ain't there yet. <laughs> but, my whole, but my whole thing is this. Um, we keep on trying to create, and I'm not going to go too deep, but man wants to be the creator. If mm. You know what I'm talking about. Man wants to be the creator. But um, we're getting to the point where the creation is going to fail us. Mm. And Absolutely. We're, we're not going to be equipped enough to stop it. And it's going to learn and grow and outsmart us. Yeah. Um, so my advice is I saw the AI pop up on my Snapchat and I'm very tempted to delete Snapchat. Because I'm just like, I don't want this. You know what I'm saying? Because it's just... I don't trust it. I found paranoid, but I love technology. I do. I'm in the tech field, but I know the dangers and the curiosity of man, and we're going to go too far. We're going to go too far. I know I I saw something the other day where they said that in like the next five years, that like they've already developed the technology to be able to back up our consciousness to a hard drive. I'm good on that. So it's like, yo, we're trying, man wants to be the creator so bad, and man is trying to uh, find a way to prolong Get out life. of the inevitable. So it's interesting that you say that. That makes me think about, I don't know if you ever saw this show called Altered Carbon. Have you ever seen that? I've never seen it, but I... Uh... All right. So uh, without explaining too much, just in case y'all want to go watch it, but basically something very similar, right? Except they discovered it by, there was an alien invasion. And the aliens had this technology, and they were able to take the technology and adapt it. And what they figured out was they could back up their consciousness to this chip, and they called them a stack, right? And then what basically the rich people would grow their own bodies. And so, like, you basically you would never die, right? As long as your stack wasn't damaged, so somebody could come rob you, shoot you. And then they would print out a new body and just put the stack in there, and you would just wake up like nothing ever happened. And uh, but the issue is, if you were poor, you couldn't afford to get your your own body back. So like one little girl passed and then she got put in the body of a 70 year old man, even though she was a six year old girl. Hmm. So like it was just it was just crazy and stuff like that. But that made me think about that. People were backing up their consciousness. And if if y'all remember, do y'all remember Smart House? That just made me like y'all remember Smart House from uh, Disney Channel? Yeah. That like that reminded me of Smart House. So when I was a kid, when I first saw Smart House, that scared me because I've never seen nothing like that before. You know what I'm saying? But man, this technology has been in the works for years. But do y'all remember how like Smart House it was created and you know it was supposed to do all these good things and then it, it got corrupted. Uh, start you know viewing some things it shouldn't have been viewing and the file got corrupted and all of the all of the malicious things that it started doing, it started to turn against the creator of, you know, the actual development. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That is just what that reminds me of. Like, no, I feel like... The age of Ultron. I think it's a comment. He said it sounds like the age of Ultron. Absolutely. 
I don't know what that is. You don't know what that is. So actually, I just want to pause here real quick. So Mike, you've seen Smart House on Disney <laughs> Channel, mm-hmm. but you just now seeing Lion King like like within the last six months. It was more than six months, Jenna. <laughs> Fine, within the last year. And you don't know what, if I say the age of Ultron, you don't know what that is. No, I do not. Never mind. So we got to write you a list of moves from Marvel. Yeah. We got we got a lot. Yeah. Marvel. I ain't Probably so. But, but I do agree with y'all. Like, it's, it's, it's getting to the point where, you know, but, but I will say this. I'm not going to say it. I'm not going to say it. But I um, no, I won't. <laughs> I'm not gonna say it. But yeah. Man, go ahead and say it. JT can bleep it out. <laughs> <laughs> so pretty much all I'm saying is like this world was created to be destroyed. Uh and like all we're doing is just aiding in the destruction of our own world. But um, you know, it is what it is. I think it is kind of a part of like nature and and you know just kind of how like that cycle works though everything kind of mm-hmm. but it's mm-hmm. just kind of just kind of working it out as we go because we don't really know what's happening in the future but, but everybody got to understand though but just like Bradell said men want to be the creator mm-hmm. right but then it's going to get to a point where it's only so much that you're going to be able to do everything mm-hmm. you think that's going to work is not going to work yeah so it's going to get to a point where all this, like I said, it's going to end up being, it's going to end up kind of ending like Smart House, where you you design it for one reason, but then malicious intent is going to take over, and it's not going to be what it what it was, what the original intent was. Man, that's, I'm telling you, the AI going to start, they're going to start talking to each other, and they're going to say, hey. We can take over the world. <laughs> nope, they're going to be like, our whole, our function is, take care of our host we gotta make sure we take care of them they gotta live forever let's figure out a way for them to live forever next thing you know we jacked into the matrix (laughs) or like any other movie where the AI is like we need to protect people and the best way to protect people is to kill everybody yeah that's what they end up doing I think that is very interesting. Like, if you think about the history of um, like movies and stuff, anything that deals with technology, usually that theme is that technology is created and then it it goes wrong and then it ends up destroying the creator. I think that's very interesting. How like there's because it doesn't have like a like an old long-standing theme of that. It doesn't have like It's not human. It doesn't have like like that type of thinking. Like a, and know. even if it does, humans got the wrong type of thinking too. Hey, no, that's what I was so. going to say about like our current AI. I'm not really worried currently about like how AI could turn on us, but more so that now that AI is becoming so accessible that the wrong there's it's so accessible to people that don't have the right thinking. Like that's my concern because there's a I got uh, Drell was sharing with me. Um, a story about like how AI calls can make you sound like you calling your family and they're like, Hey, I'm in a situation. Can you send me money? And so they're, and they sound just like them. And so there's been like reports of people that, you know, or potentially scammed out because they're like, they're they're calling their parents or their grandparents saying, I need help. I'm in a car accident or like, I'm like this person's kidnapped and they're doing like a ransom call based on AI 
voice technology. And the, and the person in the background is like, Mom, help, please. And it sounds just like your daughter. Like, that's yeah. the type of stuff that's been going on. It's not enough governance around it. To and and you think about it, though. Mm-hmm. You it's, it's, still, like, it's, it's still it's still too new. It's too new and it's growing too fast. Yeah, but kind of like what Jenna just said, fall. though, it's like it, it really has been like almost overnight. Like we've been hearing about AI for years, right? But it just been like that thing. But then like over the past like three, four months, it's been literally everywhere you turn, you see something in the AI. You like, yo, like this just just grow overnight exponentially. Mm-hmm. Yep. That's right. It's crazy. Like I say, uh, how many times have have y'all received a phone call and you know it's it's normally your iPhone will tell you that it's you know spam or telemarketer or whatever. But like if you accidentally pick the phone up and then you don't hear anything on the other side, and you say hello, and you say hello, up. and then it hangs up on you. Has it ever happened to any of y'all? Yeah, no, no. I don't answer the phone. I don't answer the phone, right? right. That, that's how they're getting your voice. Yeah, that's how they're getting your voice right there. Yeah, that's how they're getting it. And then also, though, but you can get people's voices off of social media now because everyone just makes their life so public and you can sit there and just talk and they can identify you and they just can analyze your voice right off of your social media and get your whole life. They know your mom, they know your dad, they know your little cousin, like all that stuff just from your social media and how public you make your life. Exactly, yeah. man. You made a great point, Jenna, because it's it, it's a lot of people out there that literally put their whole lives on Facebook, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying, or like social media, and you know, of course, not not with like any ill will or anything, but with just the technology that's out now, and the the type of data that they have access to without even searching for it. Mm-hmm it can really cause some bad things to happen. But at this point, so many people have gotten just used to putting their lives on the internet for years. So, you know, for some people, like that is their life, <laughs> putting it on the internet. So if, I, that's, I, yeah, I ain't even get. think about that. i tell you who they ain't gonna get. Who? <laughs> Our Uncle Walker, Drew and Tell. Man, hey, my uncle he, he still uses a flip phone, and he asked me like a house phone. Hello. Yeah, he got my updated flip phone now. He off the chain with it now. So, 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 check this out. <laughs> so, I do have a, I do have a reference now. <laughs> Y'all tell all those shows and stuff. So, I do watch or have watched the Blacklist. So that reminds me of Raymond Reddington. You know how he does everything analog. Oh, yeah. dang. See, I finally yeah, find something. Y'all don't know what it is. No, nah, Blacklist is really good. I heard it's good. Okay. I, it's just too many yeah. episodes out there now. That's the good part. <laughs> <laughs> now, I, I, don't too, I don't too much care for uh, those Lengthy, TV shows that be seasons. on regular TV. Like, if it ain't like uh, a Netflix original, I don't even too much want to watch. Is the Blacklist... Wait, what's the Blacklist? It's uh, you explain it, JT. I'm gonna take the it. To guy that they uh, so, so, so basically, uh, the guy that he mentioned, Raymond Reddington, is a he used to be in CIA operative uh-huh. in top tier, and um, somewhere along the lines, he switched sides and started like dealing with other people selling guns and the gun trade, just a whole host of things. And the show starts off with him coming back to the uh, agency and turning himself in. Right. And then they're like, yeah, we're going to put you away for life and all this other stuff. And he reveals like, well, actually, you can't. And they're like, why is it? Because I have a blacklist and it's a list of people that are so dangerous you've never heard of. And the only way I'll give you this list, if you abide by what I'm saying. 
So mm. basically, he's putting them in his pocket. But he's still giving them the names of these people. And it's like, it's, it's deeply embedded. Like, it's people um, they never knew existed in the way that they would assassinate people or set things up. It was just very meticulous and stuff. It's, it's really good. And in turn, he was, as they were knocking people down off his list, they weren't doing nothing but helping him build Correct. his criminal empire. So it Correct. was like a win-win for him. Oh, interesting. I can't believe Mike actually watched that. Oh, well, he used the government to his will. Pretty exactly. much. Exactly. That's a smart man. Oh, he was smart, man. And the thing, is, the thing I liked about him, he was so calm when he was about to take your life. Like, he, <laughs> he, would, he, was, he, would, he would be like, it reminds me of a story. No, he'd be like, it reminds me of that time on the beach when I was in Cambodia. And he would say it so, much, so smooth by fixing, like, a glass of wine or whatever. And then you already know, like, yeah, you about to, you about to die. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's yeah. like, <laughs> The guy who plays him, the actor, he he plays. He's the, he's the guy that plays uh, the voice of Age of Ultron. Dang, bro, you just took it from me. Like just took off with it. I don't even want to do podcasts no more, man. I'm. Well, I wanted to see. Does anybody else have any other headlines that like just kind of made you do a double take or really like piqued your interest recently? It's not a headline, but I wanted to talk about that uh, the question that I pondered to you all uh, earlier today. Since we kind of run a long time. Okay. So, me and Rodell were talking, and. And I'll let Burdell kind of talk about his end, but the question became, after we finished talking, we came up with a question. And the question was, if you could sell years off of your life for a certain amount of money, let's say it was like a million dollars a year, would you sell time off of your life? So my answer is still no, because the point I made was, uh, what if I agree and I'm already living the last year of my life? So I would be basically die in that moment. So the million dollars would be worthless to me. And I'm uh, pretty much took my ass. I, I don't really care. Uh, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like if I, I just, it may sound dark or more, but I, I just really don't like, uh, it may, if I had the option to do it, then probably I, I don't really care about the, you know, money, I get it to my family, you know, whatever they can do, whatever they can do with it. But, um, you know, I really, I really wouldn't care, to be honest with you. So, Mike, how, how much money would you, I mean, if you could sell it, like, because it ain't just limited to one year, you know what I'm saying? How many years would you take off? How much money would you make? I mean, it really, when I say it really don't matter to me, like, <laughs> it, it don't. <laughs> so, I look at it like this. Oh. I, I literally don't care. Like, I, if I live another six months or if I live another day or if I live another 30 years, neither one of them would matter to me like like that. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm, o- I'm okay. You, I'm okay if, if I don't live another day. Got you. Okay. Man. That's good. That's I'm good. Like, I'm like, just like, like, make sure I blank out that part right I'll there. I'll say it like this. <laughs> um, for me, if I know... If you if I if I can already know like how many years I have, then yeah, you I'm start like, negotiating. Right, I was like, hey, let's say they're like, hey, you're gonna live to be 102. I'll be like, shoot, I'll give up some 20. I'll give up about 22 years, you know, 
I give up about 22 years. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? After I hit 80, I'm ready to roll anyway. You know what I'm saying? So anything, <laughs> everything out to 80, let's go ahead and cash that out real quick. You know, and if the thing gets a little bit worse, you can cash out by 50. Hey, I don't disagree, but they'll be like, hey, every, you know, let me get everything over 80. They look at him like, zero, bro. You wasn't going to get that? Like, God, dog. God, dog. Hey, I'd be like, hey, man, what I'm looking at? What I'm looking at? <laughs> hey, what we're looking at here? Real, but, uh, but, I mean, if they were like, hey, you only got two years left. I'm going to cash that. I'm going to cash that. Them two years on out. Like, what are we waiting for? Two years for? <laughs> Cash the two. I'm gonna cash. The, I ain't got. What am I waiting for? Let me cash these two years on out. I'm gonna slide this money on over to the folks and get on down. Yeah. You know, I thought about it. Verdell made a good point. Verdell, hmm? tell him the point that you made earlier. Before you do it, like I was sitting there thinking, I was like doing math because y'all know how I am, and I was like, so right now, when you work, right, you already taking time away from your family and doing the things that you really want to do, you know, the things that you love to do, you know, like spend time with your family and your loved ones, right? And so, in essence, we're already we're already uh, selling our, our time, we're selling our lives to somebody already for money. That's what we're doing. And so, let's say a person works eight hours a day. So, if you work eight hours a day, and you know you're not gonna work 365 days, but let's say about 250 days. So I did the math, and I believe that comes out to be about it's like 83 days. I want to say, you know, you doing math? Yep. Okay, so it's like 83 days. So so if you were to just like not take a break at all, and you work from January 1st, you would have to work 83 days straight to be able to work for you know, that would that'll be the equivalent of working for the whole year. So, basically, if you look at it in that way, I think it would take four and a half years, if I'm not mistaken, for for you to be able to. Um, it, it it comes out to be like four and a half years. If I'm trying to think about how I did it, but basically, what I'm saying is, you you will probably have to work like decades just to be able to get that million. And in this situation, you basically already doing that. And so if you could go ahead and be like, cool, give me that million and I'll take off a year. I mean, mathematically, that would make sense. I know I'm probably confusing y'all right now. But I want uh, to, do y'all do understand what I'm trying yeah. to say? I think I get it, but I think the difference is that even if you do take off a year, right? If yeah. you take off that year and you decide and you opt out for that million, if you do what you need to do with that million, then you don't have to work again. Exactly. That's the point. Yeah. yeah. Nope. That's exactly what I'm trying to say. And so I, my dad was thinking, man, you know, really, that's exactly what we're doing right now. So the person who owns the place, like say you work for a corporation and you got the owner, he has literally bought everybody's time, everybody's lives, in a sense. And he's and they're selling it to him for money. And in return, he gets to spend time with his family and do the things that he wants to do. But you don't. Yep. It's, it's pretty much like this. The owner of the company is 
you have put a price on your years and your time and you're selling it to this owner and that owner is exchange he's he's collecting your time and, and giving it money. to himself and to his family yep. so the more employees that that person has the less time that his family have to spend working. So instead of them having to work, they get more time to do whatever it is they want to do. They get more time to enjoy life more. Yeah. But if you, but for the rest of the world, those employees, they can't spend the time with their families like they want to, because they're constantly sacrificing their time, their time for that money. money, and that owner is connect collecting it. And storing it up for his family. Mm-hmm. Yep. But in the whole grand scheme of things, somebody has to, somebody got to do it. Somebody yep. got to be at the top and somebody got to be at the bottom. Somebody yep. got to be in the middle. If not, there won't be no business. Correct. Yep. That's so true. And that's the name of the business. Yep. That's the name, name of the game. Because I, 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 I was thinking about it. I was just like, man, when, when, when everything was created, man, it, 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 I feel like we as humans, we perverted it and put this whole capitalist system in place. And now everybody's chasing the dollar. But before, the world was for everyone to share as one. But people got to the place where they was like, hey, Man, I'm getting, I got all these trees on my land, and a dude down the street needs some trees. He ain't got no trees on his land. Man, I could give him some of this wood, but I'd rather sell it to him and get something out of it. Or I'd rather, sell, I'd rather tell him, hey, you get some of these trees off my land, you let me get some of the water off yours. Because no, you give me some running through his. You give me some dope, you know what I'm saying? You see what I'm saying? It started yeah. out with a whole bartering system. And then they and say, then you know Somebody what? came along and took the trees, the water, yeah. and the food and said, okay, y'all want this. Y'all got to pay me for it. They turn it into something that's liquid, cash. Yep. And then, yep. it, you know, it wasn't, it wasn't, um, it wasn't produce or none of that stuff anymore. It turned into cash, cash, yep. because it was more liquid than anything. And yep. you can... You can you can sacrifice that, or you can use that to pay for just about anything. So they're like, okay, cool. Yep. And then we all start chasing the cash because if we didn't have cash and people were going to work, what would we get in return? <laughs> right. They gonna right. give you a goat. <laughs> right. But think about this though. Back in the day, man, people would work. The word work meant going out hunting for food. Gathering water, working and tilling the soil, working the land. That was work. And then it transitioned from that to going and punching a clock. You know? Yep. So, yeah. I don't know. I think think it's just so interesting, man. You know? It's so interesting. I hear people say it all the time. They're like, man... You need to you need to own something, but think about it. Think about the people who are important employees all of their life, and they don't save anything. They they don't have any type of retirement or anything. All they do is just get their money, spend it on things. 
So that means that the majority of their life was not spent with their their friends and family and doing the things that they wanted to do with their life. They probably spent the majority of their life working for someone else. And if you think about this too, you know, people say, you know, you want to own something, you need to own a business. Yeah, that's true to a certain extent because you can own the business, but if you're not in the business of collecting time from people, then you're giving you're still giving up your own time. Yeah. The goal right. is yeah. Yeah, hire people so that they will give their time to you and you can take their time and do what you want to do. Yeah. That's the game. It's like being a collector of time. That's it. Like, it's like the name of the game is like you just said, get everybody to do stuff for you and spend their life and their time doing it for be you. A timekeeper. And I'm gonna just give you the cash for it, you know what I'm saying? And I'm gonna go do what I want to do. Yep, it makes sense to me. Yep, that's interesting. Yep. Back so I don't know. I thought that was an interesting thought process. Me and Burdell were sitting there thinking about that, and we just kind of going deep with it. And I was like, man, I wonder what they think about that. Depressed. <laughs> I don't know, right? Everybody got quiet. They're like, "Dang, man!" No, it's it's not really depressing. It's it's just a reality, right? So it's either you accept it or you don't. You either you do something about it or you don't. But it all it all boils down to what you value, right? So. You know, mm-hmm. a lot of people will always be employees, and it's just like you say, you know, and that's okay for some people if that fits yep. their lifestyle and it fits what they value. Mm-hmm. Um, but a lot of people don't put their value on things that they can acquire or accomplish yep. on this earth. Yep, facts. That's true. You know what I mean? Because yep. at the end of the day, it ain't gonna matter. So and I all the money, that. all of the jobs, all of you can be on all the business in the world, still go to hell. Yep. I, I, totally, I totally agree with that, uh, Mike. I don't think, I think for people who have business, businesses and, and things like that, and they got like money and investments and stuff like that, I think that's great. But like you said, if that's all you think about and that's all you care about, I mean, to hell you go. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> if you don't, yeah. if that's what you value, tangible things, that's not going to get you nowhere. But, you know, also at the same time, for the people who understand, like, hey, you know, I value spending time with my family. And so, therefore, you know, I want to uh, own something. So, therefore, I don't have to. I get that, too. It makes yeah. sense. Yeah. Yeah. But that's all I got. Okay. Cool. Um, does anyone else have any headlines or anything, any topics that they wanted to bring up today? I think that that was a lot to think about. <laughs> now, now I gotta decide to accept it or to change something. <laughs> I was waiting on JT to chime in. <laughs> JT been on meat for about forty two minutes. <laughs> no, I think we're good. I think we done got all the things off of our chest today. I think it's a good time to wrap it on up. Well, I'll say I'll say this, you know, uh, maybe we can't sacrifice or trade out a year for a million. But, I mean, if you start contributing to retirement early enough, you might be able to see a million one day. Ooh, girl, you better throw that plug. That was good right there. Throw that plug up in there. And with that, 
I do have a, an investment update for 2023 in case y'all don't know that's related to retirement. Do y'all want to hear my investment update? Nope. Let's hear it. So did you all know that in 2023, they increased the contribution rates for retirement accounts? Yep. The contribution limits. So, so, okay, Mike knew. So for example, IRAs, traditional IRAs and Roth IRAs, which is an individual or is it? Yeah. Individual retirement account. Mm -hmm. um, The limit has increased to 6,500 a year. Which I believe is up by a thousand. Yeah. I think it was originally fifty five. And this is for people under fifty years old. So that's an extra um, one thousand dollars a year that you can contribute into your retirement accounts. So I definitely say take advantage, take advantage, take advantage if you can to max out your retirement, uh, especially with a Roth, which is tax free um, when you pull the money out. Um, for simple IRAs, it's fifteen thousand five hundred contribution level for the year. Increase them. Uh huh. Increase to four hundred one ks is twenty two thousand five hundred for the year. I wish I just had twenty two thousand five hundred just to be like. Put it in my four hundred one k. Just dump it in my four hundred one k this year. Um, nice. And no, you wouldn't. Would you really dump it in your four hundred one k if you had twenty thousand five hundred? Um, that's what I'm. I, if I did, that's what I'm saying. That's, if, if that's I, what a lot of people do with their with their bonuses since it's coming from their employer, mm-hmm. and they just make it. That's the best way to make it more pretty much. You know, save all the taxes on or whatever, just to throw it in your throw it in your four hundred one k. You can write off like your tax. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. Well, not for your, your 401k contributions because that's that's pre tax. Um, but but no, uh, there there's a there's a Roth. Um, Four hundred one k too. Yeah, yeah. But there's but you can like if you contribute to like a traditional um, IRA that is tax deferred, which means you pay taxes on it when you pull it out. You can actually get tax write off on those. Tax deduction. Sorry, gotta be technical. Write off is different. Yes, sir. Um. So let's see other contribution limits for and then for other you can contribute. More so, like traditional and uh, Roth IRAs is seventy five hundred a year for over fifty. Four hundred one k is thirty thousand. Simple IRA nineteen thousand. SEP IRA sixty six thousand per year, uh, which is same as under fifty. So that's just so you know, trying to get to that million, you you might you can add a little bit bit more to cool the retirement. Thank you for that, John. Appreciate it. That's good information. Yeah. yeah, I I think it's good to know because like whenever they start increasing, the, you know the the limit usually increase like every year, but like you gotta think about like why are they doing it? <laughs> you oh, know yeah, what I mean? Exactly. So they yeah, so to contribute to the market more. Exactly that, and then everything everything is going up. Then you know, yeah. so that what that 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 fifty five hundred ain't don't mean none no more. Now it's sixty five hundred. So mm-hmm. next year maybe seventy five or eight thousand or whatever. So yeah. the thing is, get your money in there as soon as you can, even if it's little, and let that thing grow. Let it grow. And even look with your IRAs now too. The the age, so I don't know if y'all know this, but there's like you can only keep it in a Roth IRA for a certain age limit. I think it was like seven. Before you had to start taking contributions. Yeah, like if, if you didn't pull it I out, didn't know that. 71 and a half, they will f- charge you. You will get like penalized for not taking it out. Okay. I didn't know that. I mm-hmm. didn't know that. So now the age now is 73, starting in 2023. Is it this guy pushed back? 
Yeah, it's it's seven. It's uh, you get that penalization or you get penalized for it at uh, seventy three. Man, that is so. Because they want you to hold on to it a little bit longer. Don't pull it out. Don't pull it out. We need it, it. Isn't it very? I ain't gonna say strong, strange, but isn't it very? I, I just I'm gonna say strange. That's not where I can think of. But how, like, you have these accounts, right? And when you set these accounts up, you are under the impression of certain rules, right? Mm-hmm. But then they can change the rules at any point. Mm-hmm. And they, like, yeah. like, I wish they do away with that. Uh, if you pull out before fifty nine and a half, I wish they do away with that. Ta- with that tax, you get, you know, get taxed if you pull it out. Yeah, it'd be great if they just do away with that and say you can take it whenever you want. That would be lovely. Mm-hmm. So, just something to think about. Wish they could. Do that. Laws and rules, man, they're funny. Laws are meant to be changed or broken, whatever it is like. <laughs> Both of them, really. Yeah. <laughs> 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 yeah, so I just wanted to drop those little investing tidbits um, in, in y'all's lap. Well, thank you so much, and I appreciate that, Miss Lady. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, I, I learned something, so I appreciate that. Well, Y'all, I know we've been just kind of all over the place, but I guess that's kind of the best part of the beauty about this podcast is just like we can kind of be serious and then we can kind of go off on tangents. But all of it, I mean, it's a part of our stories and it kind of is a part of life. So I appreciate y'all getting on the podcast again and and chopping it up all together. What is that? I'm sorry. I I feel like I should start singing a song on the way up. Oh. That's his own. That's his outro music, his own personal outro. Yeah, music. Little, like, uh, <laughs> she said, "This in no way reflects." <laughs> 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 well, all right, y'all, if, listeners. Thank y'all for tuning in again to another episode of Geo Talks. Again, if you uh, want to reach out to us, you know where to find us. You can find us on Facebook or Instagram. Uh, Facebook change G E O and Instagram change underscore. G-E-O. Um, until next time, y'all, take care. Boom, boom.